they focused on sort of getting here for the recording. But the actual recording itself was like very far from mine. <laughs> this feels, it felt sort of arriving here. Felt like quite secondary. Yeah, it felt kind of like job done. I'm like, well, I've got yeah. myself got there. And I'm like, oh, well, now what do I do? Oh, now I've got, got to work. Success is just turning up, right? That's what they say. Isn't that the yeah. expression? Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't and know that's how, that's how, that's how late it still you, counts. Milo, that, yeah. you, that you show up for me and for our, <laughs> Say what you, you like, our podcast child. Up. I'm always getting shown up. Um, the podcast child being the podcast, not Rob, of course. To be clear. Child. Yeah. And then I got yelled at by a guy in a white Audi. You started it. Well, no, he started it by honking at me. Yeah, but... You didn't have to respond to the honk. Well, actually, he honked at Rob. I was, I was defending Rob's defending, honor, right? Defending I, the honor of the I, guest. Uh, yeah, I actually sort of uh, that that kind of really did. It wasn't a very effective honk because it sort of washed over me in a in a way that I had no idea what that it was aimed at me or anything. Um, so yeah, I think thanks for defending my honor. Though that was it means yeah. a lot. I don't know. You were totally hindsight. in the right, but you did start it. Yeah. yeah, he was driving the wrong way up a one way street, but then, it, then his friend came up and said. I don't see you driving a car, which was the weirdest possible <laughs> response. It's a strange response, isn't it? Yeah. I'll see, yeah. If, that, if, was, if he's one of those people who's like, their entire kind of self-esteem is kind of based around ownership of a car and, mm. and also sort of drive. I mean, yet yeah, that is sort of, I suppose that probably would seem like quite so a it seemed like a really good insult. Like, I don't see you. Listen, mate, I've got a BMW. There's no stereo in it. <laughs> but, so I, I own 95% of a car. That's the <laughs> So both both yeah. of us have the cars <laughs> of oligarchs girlfriends. Yeah. So let's just fight it it's, out. It's like the that's the, you know, just establishing the credential. <laughs> Milo though is I am his, a qualified his driver. Convertible, convertible BMW just being like, Okay, I have a quite aggressive hairdresser's car and you yeah. <laughs> you my friend hairdresser. Is it aggressive in the way that they cut your hair or is it aggressive yes. in their sort of personal life? Both. Okay, interesting. Both things. Mm. And you don't want a, and you don't want an aggressive hairdresser. He did seem like he'd probably be a pretty aggressive hairdresser, yeah, didn't he? he did. Like he I had an aggra- wouldn't yeah, want my hairdresser hair, vibe. My you don't, you don't come off, come off like an aggressive hairdresser. No. And when you drive your car, it seems very masculine and not at all like an aggressive hairdresser. Thank you. <laughs> I think you know, hairdressers can be masculine. Hairdressers can um, ham, ham, can be masculine, also. but the one I'm thinking of is not uh, Nikki Clark. Um. Nicky Clark's a man. You know this, right? No, I know. No, okay, that's, sorry, that's my joke. I, oh, yeah. the joke is that. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, Nicky Clark, R.E.P. Is he dead? Really? Surely. Must be. Gotta be. I don't I know. I, don't know. I, I haven't thought seen he was, Nicky Clark for a while. I thought he I used was. used to see a lot of Nicky Clark, didn't you? Hale and hearty. You see a lot of the branding. I think, he's, I think he'd probably be in his 50s, wouldn't he? No, he'll be older than in his 50s, but I don't think he's. I don't think he died. Oh. This is This would be like that. What about yeah, Vidal Sassoon? We well, Vidal Sassoon <laughs> yeah. died a long time ago. Him and Siegfried. <laughs> Vidal Sassoon was oh, yeah. in, in the yeah. 43 group. Oh. Yeah. The, he was doing all their quiffs. He was doing all their quiffs and also, fi- mm. and also fighting with them. Vidal Sassoon was at Cable Street. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah. um, as well as being a hairdresser, wow. he, was like, uh, he was like a kind of mm. solid anti-fascist God. operative. Yeah, unlike Ooh. Nikki Clark, unlike the collaborator. Nikki Clark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nikki Vichy Clark, as they call him. <laughs> they don't. They don't legally. Legally, as far as we know, Nikki Clark is perfectly Generalissimo sound. Generalissimo Clark. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Mm. Good. He's Sweden, Clark. He's uh, Sweden, Clark. Well, Sweden yeah. wasn't. Was Sweden neutral? They were neutral, but in a in a way that they they like got a lot of accusations of being bad a bit neutral. Spicy they, uh, neutral. <laughs> they let Hitler use their railways. Um, yeah, that's not ideal, is it? And they also kind of invented eugenics as well. So hh- uh, yeah, so Sweden, this is your call out. <laughs> yeah, we you're see on notice. you. You're we on see you, Sweden. <laughs> oh no, no, not again, <laughs> not again. You promised you would work on the Swedish voice before you did the Swedish voice. No, again. I never promised I would work on it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's a bit. A no, you know that is a bit better. <laughs> Although it's it's keeps I don't it keeps I've accidentally worked on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sort of flat pack voice. You assemble it over time. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did the same joke last yeah, time about it being um, a flat pack voice, but you know, you know go. what? Fantastic. You know what? The fans come uh, become for our bits. Well, hello and welcome to... Hello. Yeah, hey. Hello and welcome <laughs> to yet another episode of Monsters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the artistic film. How long can I do this for? I am joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. <laughs> That's all she ever says. Um, and uh, we're joined this week by a very special guest. Um, it's it's Rob from Los Campesinos. How are you doing? Hey, that was that was really that was really good. That was dignified, unlike <clears throat> unlike us. The, the beard yeah. you've got has got quite a kind of Scandinavian royalty energy. To it, it does, yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks for saying so. Because uh, it's actually kind of what I've been. Going. I'm actually deposed uh, royalty. I'm I'm from a deposed <laughs> Swedish yeah, dictator. Yeah, 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 it turns out. Uh, okay. That'd be funny if you just dressed you slightly differently. You could believe it'd be a picture of a guy called like King Gustav the Third yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Was it the Gustavs who were in charge of Sweden? Not anymore. Uh, well, no, no, my, I know not anymore. Guys, but my guys. Isn't, well, hang on, isn't Gustav a first name? Yeah, but like there were a number of Gustavs. A <laughs> number of Gustavs. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, the kind like of the Gustav maybe. society. Mm. The Gustav species. Some weird story about the Swedish king. Uh, skiing across Sweden or something like that, which are like cross country skiing, which is like a, a big national. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know much else is up there, is so. Well, yeah, you got your, uh, yeah, your cross country skiing, you got your curling. Yeah, rotten fish, <laughs> talking in a silly voice, Volvos. assembling flat pack furniture, Volvos, the vegetable Swede, yeah, and Abba. That's right. Mm. The vegetable Swede, which in Sweden they call a rutabaker. I don't think they do, actually. I think that's just that's, American. No, but that's why the Americans call oh, it Oh, really? It's because the Midwest of America was settled largely by Scandinavians. I, brought... I really like the idea that they like reject it being called a sweet. It's like, no, no, thank you. We don't. <laughs> we don't. That's racist. We don't claim it. We don't claim it. <laughs> it's a rutabaga. Mm, yeah. It's it's a root. Oh, God, we've had. This I'm not sure what a baga we've, is. We've done this before. We've done. Oh, this it's classic masters of our domain. Rutabaga. I, mean, I like, like I said. I know. I said our fans come for come for mm. our bits, and they come to hear us play the hits. But they do. Know, That's very true. Yeah. I think we could go a little bit far with no, playing the hits. No, this is a show for people with dementia, fundamentally, <laughs> and. That's what it's about. They're so all just, they're all just they're just down there yelling, "Mention Fretzel." Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to confirm the episode number. It's episode 18, is isn't it? it? I don't know. Well, this is this is what I'm trying to check. That's what we're trying to determine. Yeah, it's two episode 19s. Oh, episode... Oh. Oh, wait. Yeah, now that's... See, look at that. Episode 18, oh, the raincoats. that's Raincoast. no good, is it? Episode, and then so there is an episode 20. So it's just listed wrong. 
baffling absolutely baffling so, okay um, so it's, right. so it's episode 18 that we're doing yeah parts one and two but this is just part one it's episode 18 the raincoats season, season five the raincoats that's correct um, the Raincoat sounds like a good name for an indie band, actually. There is an indie band called is, Raincoat. Yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I've, I've, um, Great minds, but yeah. sort of separated by 20 years or something. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they were. I, yeah, they, 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 were, they, were good, they were good, the Raincoats. There's like a whole bit about her being like a Raincoat super fan in 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. I have the ability to backform things that are actually real from first principles. Yeah, it's not, it, it's not the most useful skill no. that you have. You have kind of... If the raincoats had never existed, I would have to invent them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have like dark voyance. Dark voyance. Yeah. Of clairvoyance. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay, I see that. Like yeah. Claire, Claire Rainer. Claire, I'm trying to think of another, another famous. Another is famous Claire Rainer Claire. even, she's a, a woman's. Yeah, no, no, I know who Claire Rainer was. She's Jay Rainer's mum. Oh, I was going to say, is that any relation? Yeah, yeah, she was a, a psychologist and right. author. She was, she, was, she was great, it was Claire Rainer. Yeah, unlike Nikki Clark. Unlike, who... unlike, unlike Nikki fucking... Eugenesis yeah, Clark. Yeah, Nikki Eugenesis Clark. <laughs> so I hear. Nikki, Nikki Greek royal family Clark. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of other collaborators, other famous collaborators. Yeah. I did the Greek royal family collaborate? I think like maybe not the Greek royal family, but like the Greek nobility were quite, okay. were quite like, yeah, this seems okay. This seems fine for us. Huh. They definitely collaborated. They used to be like they used to be a, a reason, reasonable sized Greek Jewish population. Now there yeah. is not. Ah, well, yeah. more on that. Next well, more on that on next, our next true week. crime investigative podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, right, the episode it opens with a bit. It does open with a bit. We've got no notes this week. We've got no notes. We are flying raw. I'm flying this raw. is raw <laughs> podcasting. Like one of those, um, one of those frozen chickens. They fire at planes out of a CO2 cannon to test the. Oh yeah. Hull. Or the uh, blades, right? They see if they'll yeah, fall. The apart engine and, and also just just yeah. the fuselage, just to see if it can withstand mm. the impact. Fuselage. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> the word for it. The fuselage. It's all right. It's just a funny word. I don't think I've ever heard you say it. Uh, yeah, they do. They fire. They fire frozen chickens at planes. Why? Uh, CO2 cannon. Okay, well, you know what? Don't tell me. To I don't, simulate I don't a care. bird strike. <laughs> what? Well, because planes hit birds all the time, obviously. Yes. At high speed, because the plane's going very fast, so they have to be able to withstand a goose hitting a plane at five hundred miles an hour. You know. Sorry, I thought you. Okay, I thought you meant like. <laughs> Bird industrial action, <laughs> which seemed a little unlikely. Bob Crow, brackets literal, literal and yeah. actual crow. Apparently, apparently Starmer's <laughs> forbidden the shadow cabinet from from uh, from from picketing with the yeah. uh, the, the birds. Apparently, they can't like, be seen with any birds at all. No, no, no birds yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no no tarts allowed cabinet. That's right. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. The British people have had enough of birds. Yeah, we're the, la- we're, the, we're the Labour Party, not the bird party. That's right. Some of these birds are actually on 50, 60k a year mm. just for <laughs> cawing about the place and eating grain. Yeah, actually, have a be, d- different union, though, the, the ones who were in that, like the top end. You're talking, you know, like they, uh, yeah. because uh, they're the, yeah. that's the goose union, the goose in general poultry union bit then. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually the flightless birds who are on strike, but they're, <laughs> right, they're essential yeah. to the birds that do fly. Mm-hmm. So you can't really, people are saying, well, why can't I have a crow just because this ostrich is on strike? Mm. And they're like, well, it's a, it's a complex interlinked system. Well, I think that all the birds should be, in stri- should be on strike in solidarity. Like a general bird if I strike. See a, if, yeah, if I see a crow flying, then, you know, 
You can say it as the crow flies till you're blue in the face, but I know a scab when I see one. <laughs> don't bring in, don't yeah. don't bring in scab pigeon labour and expect it's, me not to notice. It's an awful <laughs> stereotype that we always fly in a straight line. I'm Julie Birchill, oh, brackets sake. crow. <laughs> yeah, just having pigeons just like taped to long legs, being like, yes, this is an ostrich. I don't care what you do with a pigeon; it will never be a crow. I'm well known to Julie Birchill. Brackets crow. We're too far down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> you don't, don't want to enter the, the, the bird turf debate because that's a whole other yeah, kind of yeah. like, oh, mm. yeah. yeah, what constitutes a bird? Yeah, great. No, we're not doing <laughs> <laughs> Adult absolutely, human not avian. Doing, absolutely not doing this. Um, yeah, right. Birchall insisting that an ostrich isn't a bird because it can't fly. That's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> correct. So Invading uh, sparrow spaces. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, it would struggle. It's a bit big for a sparrow space, isn't it? Take up the whole thing. Depends on where the, the context of the sparrow. So, sparrow concert hall, it'd probably be all right. Yeah. Mm. For a example. Beautiful image. Sparrow mm. in a concert hall. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone should write maybe a poem oh God, yeah. about a sparrow flying mm. through a big, empty, open space. It could be like a metaphor for I'd like. I'd love to hear what Julie Birchall would come up with. Mm. Given fleetingness that of, the fleetingness yeah. of, and I'd of want life. I want to read it out as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Julie Birchall reads Anglo-Saxon poems. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest podcast ever released. <laughs> you play with your little sparrow. I wish it was me. Give me a thousand kisses and a thousand more. That's right. That's that true. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me in the ass. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's him threatening to fuck someone in the arse. It is, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What, not so woke now, no. Catullus. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let's cancel Catullus. Old, old rape threats Catullus. <laughs> not That's what, that what they call Keep it him. Keep an incel vibe off Catullus 16. To be fair, <laughs> Catullus does have an incel vibe. You can't say he doesn't. Yeah, this is getting impenetrable. We, we are <laughs> 15 is, minutes and 20 seconds into the podcast. We've already hit Catullus as an incel vibe. <laughs> it's a vintage app. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Right, All the right. episode begins with a bit. Okay, so the episode starts with a bit. It's, uh, oh, it's, about, it's about handshakes, isn't it's it? It's about handshakes, mm. yeah. It's about... It's about how there's no, re- there's no proper regulation for handshakes and people go too far. Go like going from coming from too far away. It's too hard. It's too soft. There are too many pumps. They're going in. They're going in for a hug after the handshake. And he thinks that there should be some kind of mm. regulatory system in place so that everyone knows what is expected of them when it comes to the handshake. There's a there's a start of this bit as well, but I now can't remember what it is. Mm. There's there's a rare Jerry's right here. Yeah, no, no, no. He's completely like he's completely right. I think it's that not often the case, but I think that there should be that there should be yeah a, a regulation handshake behavior. Like people should be taught how to handshake in the same way that they're taught like you know like potty training. Not yeah, at the same not, time, no, no because that not. would be unhygienic. <laughs> that would be unhygienic. It's much if you are taking a shit. It's much safer as going for a hug. What's your what's your what's your what's your worst handshake? Well, yeah, there is something sort of very off-putting about a, a very um, sort of just 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 a very limp one where there's no grip at all. It's just sort of mm. where they don't give anything back. It's kind of it's mm. sort of odd, isn't it? When you get like, because it's it's off. I'm not a big handshake. I'm not, I'm not like a 
handshake to seal the business deal on the golf course type. Surprisingly, yeah, <laughs> you, would think that, you wouldn't think that to look at me, but um, you're about to see the business deal, and you're like, "Wait, we're not even on a golf course. This is this is madness." Yeah, we need to get onto the pitch. Okay, yeah, that, that's the opening bit there. As a fearless human beings. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, um, he also doesn't like people standing too close to him when they talk, which again is not. Um, that then comes up in this. It does. Yeah, yeah it's mm. not really. I mean, that's not really a bit. Like that's just a kind of. That's just a kind of an obvious. That, like if we're like if we're you know who don't this... like that as well is the police. That's the band, the police, not mm. the constabulary. Although I don't think the constabulary like it very much either. What being spoken to? Cl- oh, don't stand so close to me. I see. Yeah. But um, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't make it clear whether or not it's the standing or the speaking that he has a problem with. If the guy was seated close to him, Sting would be fine with that. I think. Yeah. Also, isn't "Don't Stand So Close to Me" like a really creepy song? Wasn't it like? Yeah, Sting wrote it about as one of his experiences of being a, a teacher in, in Newcastle, yeah. wasn't it? When he, he was um he he felt um he felt threatened by uh by by the kids because um I mean that kinda of says more about him than it does. Yeah, I I like kids, I always I always took it oh. as it being him saying like, Don't stand so close to me because uh you're a sexy girl and like I won't be able to help myself. Role play, yeah. you're a sexy girl, I'm Catullus. Yeah. I'm going to walk away from you and write some poems now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write some very bitter, very pathetic poetry about the fact that you've got a husband. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to insinuate that you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to do this in a really, really subtle, linguistically delicate way. How am I going to do it? I know. That's right. Just call yeah. her lesbian. That'll <laughs> that'll that'll fucking show her. That will show her. That will show her. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. So Sting there. Um Yeah. Along with so Nikki Sting, Clark. Sting on the notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sting, as far as we know, not a collaborator. However, no, no. possibly a pervert. <laughs> it'd just be it would be very funny to have a Nazi collaborator pervert. with as silly of a name as Sting. <laughs> that's not his real name. <laughs> no, I know, but just that's what he's never. And of course, yeah, we've got Marshall Peter, and of course, Sting. <laughs> yeah, he did a benefit concert for for the Waffen SS. <laughs> yeah. God, got to raise money for our boys in Silesia. Uh, <laughs> doing great work out there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so this, so we file so we file this bit under Jerry's right. Yeah, but it's not a bit. Per se, no. It's a correct observation. It's more, yeah. It's more it's, just an observation. I sort of wonder what it would be like to be in the audience for one of Jerry's stand-up gigs when you're kind of, uh, you know, you're listening to like this apparently very successful comedian in the show, mm. just kind mm. of riffing very loosely about the things going on in his life and handshake. Because handshakes, you'd think, would be quite. It's like he does airline food as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Which is like that's I mean, the uh, Seinfeld bit, yeah. Maybe maybe he's inventing the kind of the you know, cliche, but you know I don't know what. I always feel like the airline food thing is uh, like a, it's like play it again, Sam. I don't think he actually ever does oh, it. Oh, really? It's a supervenient bit. It's yeah. the form of the Seinfeld bit in yeah. which all other Seinfeld bits are cave shadows. It's exactly. Yeah. So like people make fun of Seinfeld bits with saying what's the deal with airline food, but that's like but that's like a kind of offshoot. There's a bit it's about a produ- airline it's peanuts, a production. Yeah, which we've there covered. Are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but specifically, what's the deal with airline food? 
Mm. I don't think Pop it's in there. Well, it's a bit like it also what we were saying yeah. earlier about Top Gun. When you're watching it, it feels like a parody of itself yeah. because it's been so extensively right, parodied right. and yeah. referenced in other media. Exactly. It feels like watching a bunch of parodies stitched together. Yeah. And well, so Jerry Seinfeld is the same thing because he invented hack stand-up and then that has become like <laughs> the reference text for like, oh, this is what a hack stand-up would say. You go back at it and you're like, wow, Jerry Seinfeld's knocking these hack stand-up parodies out of the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, or like I, I said when we were talking about last time, like it's like watching Shakespeare and being like, oh, he said it, he said the line. That, but... Constantly Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio just like, He's doing it. He's saying the line. <laughs> now is the winter of our discontent. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> it's not the 70s. What are you on about, Shakespeare? Yeah. For, for instance. So, yeah, so this is not really a proper bit, but it does lead into Elaine's storyline. Yeah. Elaine has a proper storyline. And the birds go is on strike in the tempest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or there are, are there birds in the tempest? I don't know. I've just realised, did you... You, you, when you mentioned Bob Crow, I didn't get the bird reference there. Like I just, it just oh, sailed straight over my head. Oh, yeah. mm. Well, like if any like listeners like also didn't get it, now's an opportunity <laughs> yeah. to join in yeah. and still feel part of the um, part of the action. Because so Bob, Bob Crow, R.I.P. Bob Crow was Crow, a yeah. was a very well known crow. Yeah. big big hero of the bird union movement. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right, the BUM. Yeah, <laughs> not to be confused with the BUF. <laughs> Nikki Clark's mom. <laughs> Nikki Clark's proud. <laughs> Oswald Mosley and Nikki Clark. Yeah, you know that kind of, sl- sort of side slicked haircut that they all had. You know who came up with that? Yeah. Nikki Clark. I, I, I really hope that he's fine. Yeah. Nikki Clark. <laughs> we're not. We're not just being. Oh, should we just? Should we check? Should we just check? Just, 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 just a quick. I mean, the good Google thing is, if he's Nikki dead, Clark. it's not liable. No, I think I think it's spelled with a Y. You see, he's definitely, a, he's definitely like, yeah, he's only 64. Oh. All right, okay, go on his Wikipedia. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? Um, 64, yeah, that, that does seem quite, oh. it's the, there it is. 69 is the age Nicky Clark should be. That, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. Not to be confused with Nicky Clark footballer. There's also a Scottish footballer called Nicky Clark, but a different spelling his again. His mother is Greek Cypriot. <laughs> so actually, yeah. Yeah, she's in the Greek <laughs> royal family. <laughs> Mm. Do you reckon he's? Do you reckon he's ever eaten a pickled sparrow on that basis? Probably caught with glue on a stick. Probably see him. Mm. Just had his birthday. His Nicky Clark. No, oh. what was it? There you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday to you, Nicky Clark. Who, as far as we can work out, is was not a collaborator. In January 2014, he took part in the Channel 4 series, The Jump. Was that the one where they made celebrities do ski jumping? Oh, yeah, and like yeah. loads of them broke their legs and stuff and had <laughs> to quit the show. <laughs> and clearly, like, there was a producer behind the scenes being like, that's why no one's done it. I, yeah, because we thought we'd come <laughs> oh. up with a really good idea. but <laughs> Someone was, like, permanently maimed in that. Was it Beth Tweddle or someone like that? It was like... Yeah, I think, I think yeah. she might... I think, like, right. I think she might have been, like, seriously injured and oh, it, like, God. fucked with her yeah. actual career. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really bad. Is, that's like a thirty rock ass idea, isn't it? We're gonna make <laughs> we're gonna make celebrities do ski jumping. It doesn't feel like a real. Like the same era they did fucking Splash, the celebrity high diving show, yeah. hosted by Tom Daly, which was the most chaotic element because Tom Daly, God bless him, absolute <laughs> oh, dog brained individual, God love like, him. very thought- sweet boy, but. Bobby Davro was in that, wasn't he? Was that the one? Well, was it Bobby Davro or was it Les Dennis? Oh, <laughs> no this is a link to British people of Greek descent. 
Oh, God. Now that now that's a cursed Wikipedia page. Oh, hairdresser Clark humbled by OBE. That makes it sound like Such it was it was some kind of targeted. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good thing to be humbled by it. Did they sort of announce it in the middle of Constantine <laughs> Cavafy? I don't think you could really call him British, surely. I don't know he who was, that is. He's a he's a Greek poet who lived in Egypt. Okay, so I, well, like we, Greek we, I don't, we don't want to spend too much time looking around the uh, the plate smashing no. sector of. Who's Philip Bertie Petrides? That's a good name. Mm. He's a British colonial judge and administrator. Okay, well, that's yeah. not great, is it? Okay, um, um, that's not yeah. so very good. If we start getting embarrassed by <laughs> colonial administrators, then <sighs> well, there's a few kicking Why'd you about. Stop, eh? A few kicking about. Right, so we do the bit. Yeah, anyway, okay, so we've done. So we've done. So we've done the bit. We've got the bit out of the way. Um, I'm not going to do a blow by blow while I'm driving. I'm just going to say roughly what happens in this episode because it's the first of two and basically all that happens in this episode is we're setting up what happens in the next one. Yeah, It's going to be a riveting episode of the podcast. <laughs> it's going to be lots of setup. You better subscribe to the Patreon because all the, all the payoffs yeah. is going to be in the They're Patreon all going to be episode. next week. In fact, we mm. organised it exactly this way as a kind of marketing tool. That's correct. It definitely wasn't wasn't an, a coincidence absolutely not Mm-mm. there are no coincidences if you um, think there's a coincidence it's because we have tricked you into thinking that it's a coincidence that's right yeah we are your puppet masters will there even be another episode after nikki clark's legal team gets involved in yeah this? well that's a that's a great point um nikki if you're listening um you seem you seem great and you've got a fine head of hair yeah yeah, uh, I think he can smash all the plates he wants yeah so like, no... like you know what let's hang out let's go down to green lanes and smash some plates yeah Okay, cool. The Cypriot smash plates as well. Given half the chance? Yeah. I imagine. <laughs> I'd like to see the birds go on strike in Cyprus. <laughs> get them with the old glue stick. Yep. There's a Greek Cypriot girl on um, Love Island now. It's called Antigone, which is a very oh, ill-starred... Oh, oh, and, oh, and it's spelled, yeah, it's spelled, it's spelled well it's fucked up as well, isn't it? Well, fucked. well, no, it's just got an I on the end instead of an E. But that's, like, fair enough as the, as the bearer of a difficult-to-spell, apparently... Uh, Greek name, like I can see why if you have a child called Antigone, you wouldn't, you would put an eye on the end just to, just to preserve her from years of Antigone, Antigone. Mm. What kind of a name is Antigone? But then again, I wouldn't call my child Antigone because it's so incredibly ill-starred. Yeah, and it to also get puts in puts like puts in your head in people's head, like so. What is your husband also your son? Mm. Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> yes. What of it? And uh, we exist and we are valid. I knew a Greek guy at university whose name was Orestes and one of his aunts was called Iphigenia. And it's like, you really are playing with fire in this family. <laughs> I know a girl called Electra, which again, mm. ill star. It all sound kind of a little bit like sort of like Les Dawson sort of, you know, uh, bead lines or whatever. For his, is that what you call them? Like before you, you go and... You, with your big punchline for you know mm. Iphigenia or uh, Jamaica. Oh right, yeah. Oh uh, uh, right, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. I sure. really didn't know where you were going with that. No, no, yeah, no, all became yeah. very clear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Euripides, Eumenides. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Eumenides. Yeah. I told you about the 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 Jamaica joke that my wife's gone to the Caribbean. My teacher and my teacher at school. Who um, tried to? No one knew he was joking. Tried to tell it as a joke, and because I went to school with a pack of nerds, they all thought that he was like telling us a kind of interesting story, and they were all just like, "Okay, 
yeah and he said no like Slowly my wife my open. wife's going to the caribbean like one like one girl sticks her hand up like is this going to be on the test um <laughs> and he said no no you have to ask me if she's going to jamaica and there was silence and then another girl said is she going to jamaica and he was like no 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 phrase it like to jamaica and we're all just sitting there just like kind of open mouths being like i what are you talking about what are you talking about, sir? And then he had to kind of backform this not very good joke. He was like, "Don't stand so close to me." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this is, the, yeah. this is this is thing. In fact, yeah. this is this is Miss this is Mister Wolf. This is the one who we asked what the time was every day for two years. God, did he shoot himself in the face? He a... didn't know, but he mm. refused to <laughs> laugh. He started a seminal band, actually. <laughs> yeah. He started this. Yeah, he. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he sort of. It turned into a kind of principled stance, and never take principled stances with thirteen-year-old girls. They'll like. No, they'll take it as a sign of weakness. Well, depending on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never, never take principled stances with thirteen-year-old girls. Is a great hour Look, of I context. Said I, said, <laughs> I said. I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Do not sound clip me. I will mm. sue you. I have. I have the same lawyer as Nikki Clark. That's right. Yeah, he's very. He's, he's in a real Joe Tribbiani two dates at the same time kind of situation. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here. So here is like roughly what happens in this episode as the setup. All right. So we've got Jerry. We've got Jerry. He's your main character, the titular Seinfeld. Mm. His big thing is that his parents have come, have come to visit him. They're about to go off to Paris mm. um, on an anniversary trip for which Jerry is paying. Uh, and, he's, and they are staying with him in his tiny little flat. And he hasn't managed to have sex with his extremely beautiful girlfriend, Rachel, for mm. several weeks because she uh, lives with her parents. Yeah, and this is this is she's weirdly quite an ordinary one by Jerry's standards. Rachel, really? I think she's really hot. I thought Rachel was like a surprisingly plain. I mean, given that Seinfeld's normally knocking you, it out of the park. Oh, sorry, with absolute if you think that Courtney Cox is some kind of worldy, then Rachel is hotter than Courtney Cox. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, Courtney Cox isn't my favourite of Jerry's squeezes. She just she just looked hot in that episode. Okay. I think young Terry Hatcher was it for me. That was the but this but Rachel looks very oh, similar Terry, to yeah. young Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. It's a yeah. very similar vibe. Um, it's a similar vibe, but I just don't think she's as pretty. Okay. Did Did you know Rachel is is Jerry's long longest relationship in the entire show? Oh, really? That's true. Yeah, she um, is, isn't she? Yeah. Because it's over. She's over mm. three. Is, is it even four episodes? Something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Multiple episodes mm. because they go to the beach house, I think, as yeah, well. She yeah. sees George's yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow. So she's good fact. Clearly, Rachel's got something going for mm. her. Exactly. Yeah. She's got a vibe. She kept Jerry tied down. So she lives with. So she lives with her parents. So they haven't had a chance. They haven't had a chance to have sex for a while, and Jerry's getting a little, as he puts it, backed up. <laughs> mm. With what? Great he's, question. He's just downloading all of his psyche he's onto a hard really, disk. He's really <laughs> constipated, I think. Yeah. He's spiritually yeah. backed up. That's because that's as far yeah. as I can tell, that's how men release their My spirit. Here, I can't fuck. If I can't fuck, I don't need fiber. If I don't need fiber, I get backed up. Exactly. Maybe he can't. Yeah. Maybe he can't write jokes because mm. his head is just full of sperm. <laughs> decaying. That's how men work. Decaying sperm. Look, as far as I can tell, that's how men work. We should we should get like a reverse a reverse gynecologist for men, but where it's entirely all of the science is entirely done by women, mm-hmm. and so they just have to guess some of it. Yeah, 
probably has yeah, for the cum, mate. That'll fucking learn you, won't yeah. it? <laughs> it would be it would be reparations in fairness. Yeah, that's, yeah. See, that is reparations. <laughs> <laughs> Women finally getting their own back for medicine <laughs> in yeah. general. Yeah. No, that could yeah. work. Women inventing some kind of like some kind of like penis bow. Mm. Yeah. That you gotta tie around yourself. For some reason. It doesn't do anything. Like it's just like a contraceptive that's just like a tourniquet for the penis. Yeah, exactly. Just like just politeness. Everybody has to wear one because like mm. everybody always has. Yeah. Like, you know, so, why, why haven't you got? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah. All female team of uh, d- designing those like replacement um, replacement testicles. And they've just got like, they're just shaped like star emojis. And they just have sharp, old school just, like, sharp, like kind of sharp edges. Because oh, it yeah. hasn't occurred to any of them to make, it, to make them round. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, they, and you can only get them in pink and gold. Nice. Pink and gold. And I guess once it's inside the ball sack, it doesn't really matter too Well, much. yeah, but it's because yeah. it's got the jaggedy edges, so you will be able to oh, see okay. some of it through, like, through like your Like you've skin. got a lychee in there. Yeah, exactly. Because mm. bitches love lychees. They do. <laughs> Can't so get it fair, I've never seen a man eat a lychee. I don't think I've ever seen a woman eat a lychee. I don't think I've ever seen anyone eat a lychee. There was a girl at my primary school who used to bring lychees with her every day. Oh, I'll tell you what's nice. A lychee martini. Ooh. Mm. That's yeah, a nice drink. It's, it's Rob's it's, nodding thoughtfully at that. It's the sort of, yeah, it's the sort of drink that if, I, that if either of you drank, mm. someone would immediately make you know that noise that you just made when I described it? And you went, ooh, if someone yeah, uh, saw you drinking yeah. that, that is the noise they would make. I wasn't even aware that I'd made that noise. Yeah. That's how I did, yeah. 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 When you're watching them make it, you're like, oh, you know, you saw you see my tray across the room, like, ooh. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's one of those things. enough to get away with ordering that? What, to get away with the light, light martini? I don't mm. know, mate. I think you just got to go. I, it's the problem. I wasn't asking you. I was, I was <laughs> hypothetically imagining you, the train of thought. I don't d- want to open that particular can. I think you could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Rob, I think you could do it because of your, because of your fine, lustrous beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of things you can, yeah, because. Lychee martini, please, mate. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's all a drink. Yes. Yeah, uh, I used to make, a, make my own uh, toilet wine martini. Back in the, <laughs> back in, the in the slammer, the, end of the cell block for the, a lychee uh, martini. They uh, the big house. Mm. That's what scum yeah. is about, as far as mm. I as far as I'm aware. White power gyms brewed up a batch of lychee martinis in his toilet. <laughs> I have to say they're quite Moorish, actually. <laughs> Give it a little sniff before you drink it. Just yeah. just just my <laughs> advice. We invited a couple of the screws in. <laughs> they love a lychee martini. Yeah. There you go. Um, They're having to get their, their like, acolytes from outside to throw lychees over the prison wall. So can't really get them inside, you know. Bikey fruit is a security risk. Oh, yeah, actually, that's what, yeah, that's why they stopped uh, allowing anybody, stopped allowing families to send in gifts and things, didn't they, recently, um, apparently. Yeah, there's lots of stuff about handwritten posts. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, mm. Because of the lychees. Because of the lychees. Because of the lychee care package. Turning so, over a prisoner's mm. mattress and just finding a box full of lychees. Yeah, two weeks in the hole. Well, that's is. actually what they got. <laughs> yeah. You know the you know the kid who coded the Silk Road. That's what they got him on. Eventually, it's on black market lychees. Lychees. Yeah. That's why he's in a federal prison. I have to get I have to get my lychees from Albania because of EU yeah. regulation. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you, to smuggle them in, yeah. lychees. Mm. It's Dangerous. just well, it's just a lot harder to. Yeah. For yeah, obvious yeah. Reasons. Where are you going like, to put? You know, them? Yeah. Well, well, you need to hire a bunch of eunuchs first of all. 
what's a I see. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was taking it back yeah. to the yeah. testicles yeah, thing. I see. Yeah. I am mm. a professional. I've got. I've always got that in mind. Yeah. Would you call that? That's bring the back, bring it back. Callback. Callback. Call back. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Rachel, who is not hot enough for the discerning eye of Milo Edwards. I, again, let's uh, not let's not misquote me. I'm not saying this isn't an attractive woman. I'm not saying I wouldn't have sex with this woman. I'm just saying that's very gracious by of Jerry's you. by Jerry's usual standards think, of no, some I of think, the hottest women no, you've right, ever right, seen. Right, no, sure, I think sure. she's. I think Rachel's up there. Anyway, regardless, so they haven't had sex for a while. Uh, Helen and Morty are in the flat, taking up taking up space. Mm. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Elaine is dating a guy called Aaron who stands too close to people when he talks and he kind of mm. yells into their mouth. And it's true. Yeah. It's very great unsettling. moment where Jerry is explaining it to his mum and is like, he's a close talker. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, you'll see. And I'm like, I know exactly what Jerry means yeah. by that. I know. I can mm. just, I can immediately envisage the scene. During this conversation, Helen asks Jerry whether or not he has seen Schindler's List yet. This is important. Not in this episode, but it will be important in the next episode. So please keep that in your mind if you have like a notebook next to you. Maybe Shin write it down. This has been out quite a while by the time. Maybe write it down. Ninety three, wasn't it? Shin is this? Uh, yeah. So it had been out for like a year. But then that's quite weird. This is ninety four. If it's to the point where they're still being like, "Have you seen it yet?" A year feels quite long for that. But maybe they wrote the episode and then it came out six months to a year later. Maybe. They thought about that, shouldn't they? They should have done. Anyway, it's one of the few. Mm. It is one of the few real films that gets mentioned in the whole show. Every so often, a real film gets mentioned. Shindler's List is one of them. Mm. So Helen, uh, I was going to say enjoyed it, but I don't think that's quite term. Helen yeah. thinks it's a good film. Yeah, she 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 respected it. <laughs> she respected it exactly. She's looking respectfully. Uh, and then Aaron. The close talker. Singing Schindler's List and shaking my Shaking, just so people know <laughs> that I think that this is bang out of order. Whenever a Nazi this comes is on not, This is not bloody on. <laughs> Look, I don't care. I don't care that Nicky Clark reckons that some of them are all right guys. Nicky as Clark's far as I'm there. concerned. Amon Girth comes out on the balcony. I can see Nicky Clark across the cinema nodding. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> if I see five Nazis and Nicky Clark nodding, I see six Nazis. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> Again, Nikki Clark. We're not saying all your that lawyers, he would if nod. you're if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> this is a we, th- light, bit, is of, no, light bit of horseplay. There is no reason to believe that Nikki Clark is an absolutely Nazi zero or a collaborator. Absolutely There's zero no, reason. Lee Stafford, however, a lifelong anti-fascist, I believe. Nikki Clark, in fact, you know, like he's no, he's definitely not as easy. Lee Stafford of sort of the the, uh, the middle bit of the boot shampoo aisle fame. Yeah. Lee Collaborator mm. Stafford. Lee Bandera <laughs> Stafford. Just expanding the libel to other people. <laughs> That's how it works. If you mm. spread it out, then uh, you get okay. done for less. Is that like a reverse class action where you kind of like just... Yeah, exactly. Sort of, where you yeah. libel as many people mm. as possible and then what they're going to do, all sue you. No, I don't think so. Uh, actually, they have. So. <laughs> oh. Eventually, we'll hit one that actually was a collaborator, like the Laboratoire Garnier. Oh, that's very possible. Like, yeah. honestly, like, if there's any kind of, like, old... Oh, yeah, making chemicals, were you, in France in the 1940s? Well, like, Ooh, any yeah. old, any kind of, like, old established luxury French lifestyle, like, lifestyle brand, chances are... Isn't the whole thing between, there's, like, a big, there's a big ongoing feud still between um, Estee Lauder and one of the other 
Well, um, Estee Lauder definitely not collaborated. Yeah, no, no, yeah, and Estee Lauder, <laughs> yeah, for obvious reasons. But yeah, but what, between one of the other French oh, fashion houses that were like massive collaborators, apparently there could be. There, there's a, there was a, a fun thing where uh, there are absolutely no documents or files um, belonging to uh, Louis Vuitton for like four years oh. because they just so happened to just mm. burn. In just some completely mysterious so conflagration. A funny mysterious 1939 just to 1944 just gone. Just gone. <laughs> and it's weird because the rest of our files were intact. And uh, I'm sure there's nothing. They've all in a big trunk. I'm sure there's nothing uh, at all worrying or suspect about that. So Louis hmm. Vuitton definitely collaborators. <laughs> probably, probably got mixed up in all the book burning, didn't they? That's probably what happened when they were like, ah, like just, ah, oh, ah. shit, no, we, oh, we needed those. Bloody we files, needed these yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. Yes, so Aaron then suggests that suggests to Morty and Helen that he should take them to a behind-the-scenes tour of the Met. Um, Elaine is taken aback that he wants to hang out with Jerry's parents. Yeah. Um, and she tries to kind of uncover the mystery of why he would want to hang out with Jerry's parents. Meanwhile, uh, the Costanzas are very keen to have Jerry's parents over for dinner, but Jerry's parents don't want to go. And it turns out that they've always hated the Costanzas because they're always fighting and it's very uncomfortable. And then Jerry is surprised at this because he's like, but they're, they're your age group. I thought you were blind to odd behavior within your own age. I think that's a very good observation. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Costanza gets very offended on behalf of his parents, which I also think is a good observation because he can say what he likes about them, but mm. no one else. No one else should. Yeah. Kramer, what's Kramer up to? Oh, yeah. The raincoat. The raincoat. Kramer uh, clocks that uh, Morty is wearing this raincoat, which is a raincoat that he invented some years ago, which is a beltless raincoat. And Executive. He- Exactly called the executive, and he tells him that he could hand on a golf course in that. (laughs) He tells him that he could make a bundle selling his executive raincoats to this used clothing store. So, uh, so Morty rings up old friend Jack Clumpus and says, "Can you send me this box of raincoats?" Um, But his garage in Florida, so he's he's his neighbor. He's got to get in there. Yeah. But we've met Jack Clumpus before. We have, yeah. But for people who may not have listened to that episode or who... Well, then what the hell do they think they're doing? <laughs> Parachuting in. Mm. Who doesn't yeah. know Jack Clumpus as well? Who doesn't know Jack Clumpus? He's an important mm. bit part. What, what, mm. what are you doing parachuting in at season five, episode 18? You've missed a lot of bits. You've missed a lot of deep law establishment at this point. Lore, yeah. You've missed a lot of libelous accusations. Libelous. That's Libelous. right. <laughs> Libelous. It's funny to say it like that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah you've got me there. Libelous. Isn't that like Babelous? Like the, like the ah. libel version of... Yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. Ba- Babelous were Ottoman, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's their whole... Libelous. Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Jack Clomp was famously of the, of the upside-down pen. Of the upside-down pen, yeah, who's also, who's also the one who had Morty impeached. Oh, yeah, as head of the condo, condo president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're on a bit of a time pressure because they're supposed to be leaving for Paris and Jerry is very concerned that they might not catch their flight because they're waiting for these raincoats. Costanza has also bumped into an old pal who uh, 
he doesn't he doesn't deliberately guilt guilt trip him, but he accidentally guilt trips him into joining the Big Brother program because he's got this little kid with him. Yeah. Uh, and he tells him he's going to be going to Paris, and then it turns out that the kid's dad was last seen in Paris. So he's like, "Oh, you can take this kid to Paris with you." And so that's what last seen in Paris, like like the film Taken, but in reverse, got to track down his dad. Yeah. Got a very particular set of skills. Yeah. Times tables, things of that nature. Oh, is this the kid? Yeah. Skills have made me a nightmare for people like you. Um, because, for example, I'm very annoying. Because <laughs> I'm nine years old. Mm-hmm. Well, have we got any other plot points to... No, we haven't. That's like, those, are, those, are the, those, are the, those are the main ones. Those are the key plot those points. Are the key, those are the key plot points. Uh, notable, notable lines. Um, Costanza says that he uh, is looking forward to aliens visiting because he thinks that they'll look at the bald people and say... You're obviously, you know, you're obviously a creature with whom we share some affinity. Assuming that aliens are bald. Yeah, I don't know where he yeah. gets. I don't know where he gets this idea. Do aliens have hair? They're usually depicted bald, aren't they? But I think that's just because that was just making racism, them look isn't it? weird. Just racism. Simple racism. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tan- Tantano Moon, of course, was famous for its um, fairly racist caricatures of the alien people. Uh, what the? What are the aliens? Uh, in Star Trek, called with the with the ridged faces. Oh, are they Klingon? I don't know. That's why I asked. Worf, isn't there? I know that the character yeah. has like the yeah, the ridgy, the ridgy forehead. They have hair. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah, they do. They've got that kind of Bill Bailey hair going. Yeah, on. they have a kind of glossy lion, sort of leonine. Oh, Vulcans as well. Like the, the maybe that is that what I'm Vulcan. thinking of. Vulcans. Am I yeah. thinking of Vulcans? I don't. know. I don't know. know. Like this is going to be. Hilarious because there'll be like loads of loads nerds of out there. Who are none of it's real. Is it? is. I always find yeah. that funny when people take pride in knowing lots about a thing that isn't real. It is real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it, but I but I'm not going to sit here and let you say that it's not real. You suddenly put on your auntie voice. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's right. The thing about Star Trek is I don't. I don't get it. I don't appreciate it, but it is real. But it is a documentary. It really happened in it's the an, future. It's a well. No, not in the future. It's happening now, but it looks like it's in the future because it's several million light years away. That's how light years no, work. That's Star Wars. What? They both are. Happened a long they time. both are. No, no, no. no Star, Star Trek Wars is, is set in long... the future. Yeah, but the reason we think it's the future is because it's so it's so far away in a kind of universal sense. So it, so it's coming what, to far us. away into time in the future. <laughs> no, that's how the space time continuum works, Milo. <laughs> but if something's like really, really far away, it takes ages for it to get beamed back to us. So that's taking place in the future, right? It was filmed in the future, and we see it in the present. Or I don't because mm. it's not to my taste. Well, this this is going to blow your mind, love. See, other civilizations in other planets, we the aliens. That's right. That's true. That is true. That's true. Yeah. They would see our hair and say, "What is like, that? Yeah. You've got some kinds of horrible fungus on your head." All yeah. aliens are aunties, by the way. Yeah, they're auntie coded. Yeah, very they are aunt. At the very least, they're auntie coded. Well, no, they're aunt coded. Mm. They're not auntie coded. Asking That's, you when you're getting married. Yeah, asking what it is your job is again. Mm. But insisting that uh, what you do is more or less like working in a library. I, I had this. I had this with my nan the other day. But this day. is aunt coded. This is not auntie coded. Auntie coded is a very different thing. Auntie coded is specifically um, ethnically delimi- uh, delimited. Interesting. Delimited. Delimited. Right, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Actually, mine... you can have an Irish auntie. Okay. My my nan has quite um quite mild dementia. And so the other day she was asking me, like, she was like, well, of course, you're not working at the minute. And I was like, yes, I am. And she's like, well, have you got, have you got a job then? And I'm like, well, yeah, I work for myself, don't I? And she's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a comedian. She goes like, oh, yeah, I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, is, it, is this dementia? No, you're just being a prick. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> so my, my, my grandpa used to say, like, uh, talking about the bat, he'd be like, so when are you going to be on TV then? And I was like... I've actually been on TV. I showed showed it to you on Letterman, Grandpa, mm, and he was like, "Yeah, but when are you going to be on TV?" Then I'm like, I, "Proper TV." But he did, yeah, yeah, yeah mild dementia. But it was, yeah. yeah, it was like, I I just think you have a very fixed idea of what the uh, mm. you what know, success looks like. Mm, and it, when are you going to be on something good? Yeah, like um, <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah. For example, or Loose Women. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid your nan. Tipping point. I'm afraid yeah. your nan bodied <laughs> you there. Yeah, she really she bodied did. you into the sun. Despite being four foot seven and six stone, she's managed mm, to managed to give me a good body. See you right off. <laughs> yeah, been had. Do you think that like one of the plus points, one of the very very few plus points of having dementia is that you can just say what you like to anyone, and there's really nothing they can say. Isn't isn't there mm. a part of it which is sort of this is probably re- like an absurd, um, an offensive, uh, untruth, but like um, I remember. S- hearing somewhere that it's it's a sort of protection sort of mechanism or something like you know the, the part part of it is is sort of but as i'm saying that out loud it, it sounds sounds not quite right it sounds like a coping you know like, <laughs> but, to be, but, but, to be, but to be fair like i mean we say stuff that's not quite right all the time we don't care about that is true. Yeah, we will stand confidently by it well there is a thing that a lot of dementia is they forget things and then and then their brain basically makes stuff up to fill the gaps mm. right yeah it's, it's because it's then it's like less kind of jarring than just like not remembering a whole segment of your life it's just have an imaginary right. version of what happened so that's why they come out with slightly mad things mm. Or in my grandma's case, like comedian, that's not yeah. a job. <laughs> my grandma Mad comes out with such as that <laughs> completely plausible things, but they just are simply untrue. Huh. Like, like, oh, I went out the town today and bought some sausages and made them for lunch. It's like, well, you, no, you didn't. <laughs> Interesting. For, for, for a kickoff, you've not eaten a meal in years. My, my nanny had this whole story she invented about being a, a little girl in Japan because she had like oh. a picture of a Japanese child from like the 50s mm. on her wall and she had a, like a hand mirror or something that said made in japan and yeah it was like enough to construct this whole um kind of and it was almost you know kind of like actually that sounds better really than you know the trick you know yeah. imagine trying to tell somebody like none of that's true like you've kind of imagined all of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what sounds like, sounds like the setup to quite a racist joke <laughs> <Yeah>. actually <laughs> kind of really it's a les dawson yeah you're supposed you're, mm. you're supposed to go you're supposed to go along with it though right um if some if somebody mm. has dementia and they're and they're saying stuff which is not correct you're, you're not supposed to correct them like, no no just no, sort of, no no because it just confuses <laughs> and upset, upsets them you can't be taking moral stances so you can't go around ra- so milo unfortunately you can't go around insisting to your gra- to your grandma that that a comedian is a real job because mm. it would be bad for her. So Louis Vuitton went, well, I don't remember collaborating <laughs> with the Nazis and then did a big theatrical wink. But unfortunately, since he's managed to get a private diagnosis of dementia, we aren't allowed to contest that <laughs> legally. It's probably Nicky Clark's excuses for us, isn't it? Like he, I'm 63. No, he's fine. Hell and hearty. 64 years old. He's fine. 
That that would be fun if dementia became like a trendy trendy <laughs> condition to pretend you have on the internet, and then people start diagnosing themselves with it. Oh God, don't say that because that's <laughs> that that is that'll happen. Mm. That'll happen. I'd have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I I I fondly remember the time on on a forum where I, I, I think heard. I think you'll I think you'll find that there is a an abusive medical like medical establishment. Uh, that doesn't want us to have the resources to diagnose ourselves with uh, with Alzheimer's. So that's just what I've done. I have Alzheimer's, and I know mm, that you keep I, saying that I, I don't. Believe it's pronounced Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh... Well, that's also an offensive stereotype because actually some people in their twenties get it, like me. Riley is here. Oh, there he is. There he is. Um, Popped up. Yeah, exactly. Although there is such a thing as early onset Alzheimer's, and it's really like. Yes, yeah, usually yeah. people who've had like big head injuries. Yeah, or, but it's yeah. like really tragic and horrible. Apparently, uh, if you uh, have ADHD, uh, you're uh, more likely to develop Alzheimer's, really? uh, which uh, or de- dementia anyway. Uh, which, well, uh, well, now you've absolutely lazed how what we were just talking about is going to happen. That's mm-hmm. going to be <laughs> the worst thing. Is is that there really is there really are like abusive medical practitioners that like prevent people from <laughs> from like knowing enough about about their health and like giving them like empowering them with like the tools yeah. to like making determine making little ribbons around their penises things of that nature yeah but mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. and there's, then there's of course there's like aggressive the hairdressers like the people who say they got Alzheimer's when uh, you know I think you'd know the end of my sentence when yeah. they have they just mm. you know you know what I just le- yeah. leave that leave that that's not working that's not working <laughs> workshop <laughs> that bit workshop, workshop. Get, get rid of that get rid okay. of that bit right uh yeah uh other other notes comments oh uh, uh, yeah there's a bit where um the the boyfriend whatever his name is the close yeah. talker he's in bed with elaine yeah mm. she's she wearing, wearing a negligee, negligee. she mm. is yeah and he is just con- going on about jerry seinfeld's parents and i'm just like what's going on here pal yeah there's a, there's a thing with him as well where he does he close talks in to jerry in that first scene he appears and they're kind of there in this sort of like profile shot Mm. And he kind of looks like another Jerry. He's one of those, uh, like another bizarro Jerry, where he's got exactly the same hair and exactly the same sort of like similar vibe. And he like he's got the same kind of blousy jacket as well. And it's it's Mm. sort of like is he like an anti Jerry or just a sort of? He has a very Midwest Gentile vibe Mm. though. So so maybe he he literally is. He's the bizarro Jerry. Elaine has a type anyway. Elaine does have a type. She does have a Mm. type. Uh, other notes and comments. Uh, there is a running, there's a running bit about Estelle. Oh yeah, th- this is sorry, this is important. I completely missed another plot point. Uh, Costanza is very excited to find out that this used clothing shop buys old, like old guys' clothes, and so yeah. he steals some of Frank's resort clothes and gives them and gives them to this guy, uh, and then that turns out to be full of moths so the guy burns them and then meanwhile you didn't get those albanian mothballs frank and estelle are taught yeah exactly you need them you need the pro none of this fucking cedarwood shit you need the naphthalene and you can only get it off the dark web you didn't hear it from me moth napalm you did not hear it from me it is naphthalene i think i I don't know in the proper mothballs i think it's funny to imagine napalm in mothballs yeah Imagine, be. imagine going, getting invited to the moth ball. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. That's a real it's flight of, of fancy, isn't it, for you? Yeah. Yeah. Full of, yeah. full of holes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's playing at the moth ball. 
You know, it's two years ago today that the uh, Owl City that the oh, yeah. that the bed bug yeah. incident took place. Oh. Yeah. Do you know how, know how I know about this because it came up on my fucking Instagram memories. <laughs> well, just pictures of bed bugs. Pictures of the bites on my back. Certainly, oh, those, those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because I didn't know what they were. I was like, what the fuck is this? What's going on with my back? Doing a poll on Instagram. What are these? What are these? <laughs> I don't like them. Get mm. rid of them. Ooh, they look like, yeah. You got, did you go to the mothball? Mm. <laughs> that's what happens, what what happens when you book. go to the mothball. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, imagine. Oh, God. Yeah, well, the mothball. The great thing is for the mothball, you don't have to turn on. You don't have to um, send out any invitations. You just no. turn the light on. They're waiting for <laughs> yeah. the, the moon being bright and the uh, time being right. Yeah. And they all show up. I wish they, the I wish they would just go up to the moon. Mothball. Why yeah. don't they do that? Why do moths not try to fly to the moon? Um, I don't know. I get very so attracted, bloody attracted to light. Go get to distracted the... by a nearer source of light, probably. Maybe they think the nearer source of light is the moon. Maybe they're moon worshippers. Perhaps I did. I did actually hear an interesting thing about the um about mo- there's a theory about why moths are attracted to light because no one actually knows why it's because it's shiny. Well. <laughs> Because it is shiny, yes. Um, because it makes no sense for the... Because there are various insects that are attracted to light. It doesn't make any sense because that's where they're most in danger is in the light because where their predators will see them. Um, but then so, someone theorised that it's due to a flaw in their vision where they perceive there to be like a greater darkness just beyond where the light is. And so they basically are constantly oh. circling lights because they, they're constantly seeing the darkness as being just beyond where they currently are. Well, that's... Quite philosophical. It's a real design flaw as so, well. Yeah, it's a real say, like, design flaw. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. yeah, fundamentally, what you're doing there is like well, whoever moth tantalus. Whoever wrote the business about you know the sparrow in the in the hall? Not a sparrow, is it? It's a nightingale. Is it a nightingale that flies through the hall? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, m- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mimic. Yeah, they're flying the from the night. night into the bright. Yeah, it's the owl hall. and the, the owl and the nightingale. <laughs> mm. If you're an owl, you cannot identify your way out as being an owl. I don't care what Bob Crow says. <laughs> I was going to say something about owl-based rights, but I don't know. I think we've got, I think you've got based owl-based rights. Right. Yeah, you've mm. got the owl-based rights. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there you go. There you go. There's a bit. But our, and the union uh, of 10,000 fireflies. Yeah. Well, our, our producer who did the last four albums or whatever, like he, he actually mixed uh, 10,000 fireflies, the single, and he made quite a lot of money off that. Yeah, fair um, play. Yeah. yeah. Turned a few heads. You know oh, what? So, you know yeah, what? So, yeah. Bloody, bloody good song that. <laughs> bloody good. Just Essex daddy really likes Owl City. Just a really, just a really solid pop banger. Tell you what I like, Owl City. Owl City. Yeah. Great bunch of lads. I'm also quite partial to a uh, Tokyo Police Club. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. I think Ben Gibbard did his best work in the postal service. Personally, you don't mm. know what that means, do you? No, shorts. you're too young. No. Those little shorts. I was making a postal service. Oh, joke. I see. Yeah, D and tell him. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a match made in heaven, isn't it? So, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, no, yeah, it's it works. No, 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 it works. He's just too young. He's just, he's just uh, too much of a junior. Uh, except what it is is you're too young and also simultaneously too old. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like yeah. anything, any music which is not from like 1981, you're like, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> it's newfangled rubbish. Ben Gibbard did yeah. date Zoe Deschanel, though. That's true. Oh, okay. He's probably what he's most famous for now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. They yeah, were, she's, they were married, she's very my they? type. I think they might have been, yeah. Who's Zoe? Mm. Is it Zoe? Or no, is she's Zoe? not. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> She's not your type at all. Wait, if Rachel's not your this type. This is so this is so mad. You're <laughs> She's not your type at all. What are you talking about? Why is she not my type? I can't say that on mine. I can't say why she's not your type on mine. <laughs> she would want to sing all the time. That's true. She and would want to sing. She's a good singer, but she has a very distinctive, irritating does, voice. Yeah. And well, we need to get Ben Gibbard on and ask him about well, it. Well, tell you what. Uh, I think they've split drop. up now. Well, they did because mm. he came to one of our gigs in Seattle years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And he was backstage with us. And he'd just broken up with Zooey or Zoe or whatever it was. And he said something like, "Yeah, I'm really into songs about breakup because I actually just went up, uh, went through a breakup of my own." And we were all like, "Yeah, we know because you know you're <laughs> because famous. we read about it." Yeah, you know? <laughs> it and, was uh, in a gossip magazine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said that, being like, as you'll probably be aware, because I just I just divorced a really famous woman. So yeah, that's a weird flex, isn't it? I just divorced mm. a really famous woman. He didn't say that. I should, okay. He was a really he was a really cool guy. He was very nice and like very sort of down to earth and uh, you never came to another gig though so it was just that's the one prob- so, that's I mean, probably I think why we, yeah. now we're having this discussion Symp- at, at Hussain's wedding it's like if you date a woman really out of your league where there's like obviously a time limit on it it's not really about staying with her it's just about getting your name on the board you know you get engraved on the trophy along along with all the other guys who had a go because that's you were looking it. at the board of like Dulwich College <laughs> alumni <laughs> yeah, that we were thinking it, yeah. about fucking hell because we were saying they were like ones who'd like got scholarships at Oxford and Cambridge and the Indian civil service and we were like they should have a separate board for the ones who date the hottest women <laughs> after leaving mm-hmm. um, and you know it's just you know you just you're just at the end at the, point, at the end of that relationship you're just happy to have had your name on the board you know it must be particularly weird as well if you I don't know. think that's a dignified way of approaching <laughs> your life <laughs> if, you, if you're sort of you're Jesse Plemons and you're with like uh, Justin Dunst yeah, yeah and then you say like what was I believe you went you were married to the guy from jo- Johnny Burrell right they they dated oh, for like fuck. years and years. What, Kirsten Dunst from, from Razorlight, yeah. Really? This That's is some, more, but more Burrell. What about Willie Burrell? Yeah. What about yeah. Willie Burrell? And mm. and like just sort of being like, ah, oh, right. So what? What was that like then? What was the? You know, I can't really. Am I like him or um, <laughs> like? Yeah, you're just you're looking through the the sort of like the yeah like the the sort of the past. Kirsten Dunst and, and <laughs> Jesse Plemons are actually a really good celebrity couple mm. because she looks like a yassified version of him. Like That's if so you true. actually yeah. look at their faces, they actually have quite similar facial mm. arrangements. I don't know what Jesse and Plemons. You, looks and you know like who else there, has a, who has a surprisingly who have surprisingly similar faces to each other? Who's that? Harry and Meghan. If oh, you actually him. look at their faces, right. like they have very very similar facial structures. Like she is obviously beautiful, mm. and he is. My, not to my taste mm. um, aesthetically but if you actually look at their faces side by side yeah. they have really really similar face, like mm. feature configurations and once you see it you can't unsee it that is very funny to go from Burrell to Plemons yeah Burrell has such a sort of twinky vibe uh, well but I'll tell you what Burrell has Burrell has a Sex Hoxton hipster in 2004 Seinfeld vibe like mm. Ooh, you get, if you yeah. gave Seinfeld a wig and yeah. some drainpipe jeans and a deep V, he would look like Burrell. He'd look like the mm. third missing Burrell. What does he? What does Jerry say? He he's neat, you know, neat, like neat, mm. thin, and that's uh, it, yeah. neat, thin, and single. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, and so no is education, jo- employment, or training. <laughs> is is Johnny Burrell? Well, neat, he's a comedian. Though? 
I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. If you have any information about what kind of house Johnny Burrell keeps, then please keep that to yourself because that's stalking. It probably is actually hmm. very neat, isn't it? Probably. I think he could be. I could imagine neat. It, his whole kind of. It was. It was the. Sort of Pete Doherty era, wasn't it? When like it was mm. quite sort of. But this is the thing. Do you think that he was neat, or do you think that he? You're just like conceptualizing him as neat because it's in contrast with how presumably untidy Doherty was. That's the question. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, the untidy Doherty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually happen to know from a from is a close a, source that Pete Doherty was extremely untidy. Well, I imagine so. He supposedly trashed every single room in the in the Earl of Sandwich's house. No, oh, I think, God. I, I think we've had this conversation before. I think we had it off mic, but yes, I, yeah. think, I believe we have. Because as one of my ex's friends was like dating him for the year that he lived in <laughs> the Earl of Sandwich's house in Kent. The Earl of Sandwich's... Which that's amazing. That, that's amazing in its own right that the Earl of Sandwich has a house. And yeah, the Earl of Sandwich just—it's not particularly amazing that the Earl of Sandwich has a house. It's amazing <laughs> that he let. Well, what's, what's, what's yeah, interesting it was about a it? Semi in Medway. <laughs> yeah. What's interesting about it is actually is one house with two houses either side. Mm, that's yeah. what's uh, interesting about the Earl of Sandwich. Oh, that's house. because it's like a sandwich. It's like a sandwich. Ah, yes. Yeah. I got the Earl. <laughs> This great rival, the Earl of Ice Cream Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, they rivals? to live at the North Pole. Are they rivals or are they do you reckon, do you reckon, friends? <laughs> like he the, lives in a big igloo. He'd he'd be outraged by like the 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 new family in the block, like the the taco and fajita and yeah the the sort of rap yeah families yeah no no he hates playing, all, he hates probably all of playing it. a rap music. Probably. Oh, and nice. he's super racist, so that's probably... Oh, yeah, I bet. Uh, As yeah. far as we know, the Earl of Sandwich is not super racist. Like, yeah, we don't, yeah, we as, don't know as far anything. as we're aware, we don't know anything about no him as a, as, as other a person. Than, other than his sort of loose connections to the royal family, there's nothing to suggest that he would be racist. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing to suggest that he personally... Well, there's nothing actually to suggest that he even particularly likes sandwiches. No, that is true, yeah. It's, it's something that sort of dogged him his entire life. It People like offering him a sandwich. Bit, yeah. Like, stop you offering me sandwiches. You sandwich in Pret and you're like, well, well, of course yeah. he can get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No no surprises He's actually there. Like, you know what? I'm actually getting a pasta salad, so fuck you. Yeah, can fuck I shock you? you? I'm, not, I'm actually going to just take the filling and just leave the bread, actually, because... eat it with yeah. a fork. Yeah, yeah because yeah. actually, um, you think you know me, but... You know me. You think you know me. You think you know me because of my name. But this name is a curse. Yeah, I'm going to keep it, obviously, because it's, because, you know, it's great for like, yeah, and, you know. And also I'm an earl. Yeah, I can get my I'd seat love to, in the I'd love to be an lords, earl. probably. Yeah. I know I'm never going to be an earl, which is very sad. Yeah, less. Yeah, but th- like, it's just, it's just lady, I think, if you're married to an earl. Mm. I think it's, is it just lady? I don't know. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think lady covers quite a lot. Cause lady covers quite a lot. Yeah. And you can't become a lady. <laughs> You're either born one or you marry an earl. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a new, new parameters in turfdom. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, fine. You can transition, but only if you marry an earl. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There probably is some sort of royal statute or something that covers that. Yeah. that The equivalent of a green card marriage, but to an earl. Yeah. Apparently, uh, a friend of mine used to, to work, he was a civil servant and like, there was an earl that was part of like mm. the the sort of you know it was, it was like a sort of minor cabinet minister and a junior minister let's call it yeah, yeah. and um and he overheard him in the lift talking to somebody else saying like I really really hate the fact 
when I introduce myself, people think my my first name is Earl. Don't <laughs> 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 realize I'm I'm an actual Earl. Yeah, <laughs> but like people think I'm some sort of like idiot normal pleb person called Earl. Yeah, like Earl. People just assume that I'm a bluegrass saxophonist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please, Earl Sandwich was my father. Call me Mr. Sandwich. <laughs> Earl Sandwich. I mean, like, that is such a good... What a name as well, like... Great name for, like, a yeah. blues musician. <laughs> yeah. Earl... Like, Someone you'd see on the Jules Holland show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think um, an earldom is a hereditary title. I don't yeah. think you can... You can't marry into it, I don't think. I think you can be... I think you can have it bestowed upon you. They, they do make new bestowed. earls. I think that's... the uh, no, I just like the idea mm. that I am bestowing you an elder. Mm. Just Maybe like, making it kind of like <laughs> <laughs> sort of like tipping it into your lap, like, like as though Phoebe were cradling the elder in her cleavage, and is then just sort of is it sort of dripping through your fingers, and you're yeah. trying to like, yeah. like oh, I don't like, really, it's sort of a custody. It's like a kind of blancmange. Yeah, really oh, okay, sort of the blancmange of elder. Yeah, tipping the blancmange of elder into the bowl of um this man. Yeah. Okay, okay, look, <laughs> um, this is basically um, yeah, those the episode. Yeah those, are, those, yeah, those are all the plot points. I, Rob, have I missed anything out? Let's have a look. Um, are they, there, our guest is the only person who's made notes for this. Absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rob also uh, should, be, should, be, should be noted for this non-visual medium. It has an extremely smart uh, <laughs> zippy leather <laughs> note yeah. case. Mm. Well, this is, a, this is a genuine, it's, it's the final facts. That's what actually they, a Filofax. It's actually branded oh. somewhere on it. Yeah, well, you see the F there? It's a, oh, it's a Filofax. And, uh, that is wonderful. Yeah, I'm a new new convert to the Filofax, but actually it's great. I can keep all my... my I've got my diary in here, and I've also got um, all my, my other notes. I've got my Seinfeld notes, which I take, you know, Amazing. sort of every time I watch an episode. And course, uh, I've got yeah. some post-it notes here. Uh, it's great. It's, it's life-changing. Although, one of the things I will say is... Um, it's only life changing, really, if you remember to check the diary, which I often mm. don't. So, like, I mean, ah, potentially right. it's yeah, yeah, life changing. Yeah. It could be life changing. It could be life. Yeah. It's potentially life changing. So it's also quite hard to get the paper with the right holes. Yeah, because it's like a six-hole punch rather than like it's just it's odd. Why don't you um, get a six-hole puncher? Well, that's a whole another story because they're actually a lot harder to find than I- you'd imagine. Um, mm. Yeah, but you can you can get them, but you have to pay through the nose for those bad boys. But um, let me. Yeah, see, um, I have to say, Rob, I feel like as though this is, and I, I feel this myself. Everyone I know in the arts, including myself, has at least one item which is sort of a compensatory thing for the fact that they do work in the arts. And I feel like <laughs> the Filofax is yours. It's very, like, I've got a real job. Thank you. Just look at this. <laughs> look, look, at my, look at my zippy leather book. <laughs> what a guy who was unemployed. Yeah, what a piece. Yeah, yeah if, if I was just like this sort of layabout with, with no future horizons at all like would would i be carrying around this this sort of what leather faxes bag? would i even yeah. have to but find i could i could definitely proudly explain myself to an auntie if i had a zippy leather book i think so maybe we should all get one yeah i think rob's is the best i've seen so far oh this, this yeah layabouts you know. don't have zips on their stationery hmm. oh yeah is it so you can keep everything all the things yeah. that are loose in it from falling out. It's, is this, no, is this like a vintage item or did you just find it somewhere? It's second hand, but it's not vintage. I just, okay. uh, I wanted, I had I had a fake leather one before and I wanted a leather one. And so okay. I bought a leather one off um, eBay. Um, and it was cheap because this actually knew, I don't want to derail the whole Seinfeld podcast too much, mm. but um, guess how much this would cost new? I don't know. It's going to be real it's leather. Be 100 yeah. quid? It, I think it's like 120 pounds, which... 
yeah. was a bit much for me. So I think I paid like. Wait, can you still get them? New? I feel like five bucks is gone. Yeah, you is can. No, they still yeah. exist. There's a lot of people. Lot of still, devotees can, out there. there are still people who, who I mean, I'm, I'm one of them who like has to have paper diaries. Like I can't do it all. Mm. I can't do it all digitally. It's, I have to print things. I have to print emails out. Otherwise, I can't read them. It's really weird. I'm pretty. I'm just like an old man, basically. But like, so I have to get them on vellum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to have a, a scribe kind yeah, of. Yeah, I have a monk that follows me around. Yeah. He's yeah. very you, sorry, expensive. Sorry, could, could somebody with no job yeah. have a monk? Have their own monk? Yeah. I don't think so. I need this. To, I need this I email to start with a really I don't big think letter. So, auntie. <laughs> yeah. Podcasting yeah. not is not a real job. Well, look at my Carolingian. I think mm. he will attest. Yeah, he loves to attest and atone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For me, it's definitely my car. That's the big thing. Well, with someone who didn't have a job, own this. I'm clearly a hairdresser, <laughs> okay. as you can yeah. see. As Nan. you can see, I'm so, clearly a hairdresser <laughs> not who Nikki has stabbed Clark. many people in the jugular with my scissors. You could actually use the 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 vacant cavity uh, cavity where the, uh, the stereo was as mm. a sort of like in trade. To, to keep your um your letters and it, you know what in. it's quite yeah. file of fact sized actually mm. oh, that'd be perfect you know, yeah. you know what my you, you know what my item, item yeah. you know what my item is what? my item is a, a monogrammed monocle pen <laughs> oh, how long is it stop me long when enough. I'm getting close <laughs> further <laughs> further <laughs> uh, Phoebe loves a really big pen I do right? love a big yeah. pen this is a normal mm. size this is a normal okay. size pen mm. that uh, that George got me for our anniversary um. Mm. But it's like well, he doesn't know you well, does he? <laughs> but, it make, but it makes me it makes me feel very important. Now, when you I well enough to know it. you'd like it to have your name on it, but not well enough to know how big that pen should ideally be. I know I should have, should have thrown it back in his face. <laughs> Men aren't perfect, are they? No. You know, you have to make compromises. Yeah, just you know, got to use your sympathetic imagination. You know, you can't get the light up pens anymore with the stars on the end. Very sad. Have to get them on the dark web from Albania. Yeah, I will have to get one. I will. Mm. I will. Big, big red star on the top. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could. I could Mm. get one which has got like a little map of Northern Macedonia, which then, Mm. like, when you write, it like blacks it out. Or when you Mm. turn it upside (laughs) down, the yes, and replaces it with red. The black eagle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or just the north bit comes off and it yeah. just becomes math- Macedonia again. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought of a great name for like a, a maths podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Macedonia. Oh, Macedonia. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, I nice. said it, but yeah. Yeah, that's good. As you write with the pen, it plays new rules by Joe Leaper. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were going to tell us if I missed out any plot points. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, um, the only thing I've got written here is um, uh, Aaron keeps talking about how um, how Morty, he keeps laughing about how Morty thought um, Monet must be uh, yeah, must far-sighted be or, sight, or must something. Be yeah, must be short-sighted, yeah. yeah. And it turns um, out he is, or was, Monet actually yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, like, he was. Right, like are we all know. He's a, uh, and also, Mor- 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 Morty's right, Monet sucks. Monet was a bad painter. Impressionism, mm. yeah. big thumbs down. Big thumbs down from the mm. Roy. I think t- Turner is shit. As well. What? Joseph Mallord. Look, Turner. no, I'm not having that. I'm not, I am not <laughs> yeah. fucking having that. Yeah. No, you do not come on my show and impugn the Lord of Light. Have you, have you ever seen the way Turner paints people? Because Yeah, no, he's not shit. good at people, but he's very good at light and water and boats. And those are the only things that painters mm. should be of anyway. Nobody has any business painting a person. Mm. That's my that's, position. That's, that is an interesting. That is, a that start, is my hard yeah. start. start painting people. It's a slippery slope to painting the Prophet Muhammad. Slippery slope <laughs> yeah. to start it's painting you know, blokes. Danish. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know it, you're Danish. Yeah. All right, I think that's I think that'll do for today. I started <laughs> off just doing paintings of boats and the I'll tell you what, it's taking a downward turn. All that's of a sudden w- I'm eating open face okay. sandwiches. Weirdly uh, I'm called Jensen. What? Like weirdly, that is not a bad <laughs> Danish. I have no idea how you're doing these. Leave, leaving the little bakery section and saying it remains only <laughs> for us to thank Rob, our guest. Rob, thank you very much, and for thank you for me. your thank mm. you for your patience in this uh, noteless raw dogging episode. That's right. I just want to say that um, I I wasn't part of the decision to libel Nikki Clark or any <laughs> of the other people on here. Sorry, no. You know. You fucking Judas. <laughs> <laughs> right, cut that. Right, get, get, get rid of that. You're yeah. going down with us. Uh, it, so it sounds like I was part I was of masterminded the- it. Yeah. You just called it was me my Judas, idea. which I think is sort of going to be libelous. I don't know. Nah. I've never taken we'll, silver we'll for anything in my life. Yeah. yeah also, Judas, a bit, bit misunderstood. Yeah, well, he's had his own mental health battles. Yeah, he was didn't a, you know, he was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So People, you know, don't have enough thoughts for the struggling freelancers yeah maybe, maybe if jesus had given him a call every now and again checked in on him because he was a chap after all yeah mm. Mm. yeah yeah um rob is there anything you'd like to plug um yeah the file of facts yeah, <laughs> yeah this, file of facts, uh, which is a great item on behalf of file of facts uh look I'm, i don't <laughs> get any money for this gun. but i just i just love i just love the mm. concept um uh last campesinos u.s tour in uh oh, yeah. mid August, um, you still get tickets for, and uh, a couple of sh- solo shows. In depends when this book comes out. Probably after uh, July second and seventh. Uh, this will be out in a couple of weeks, so probably, probably be after, out by the seventh. Yeah, by the seventh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Yeah. Seventh. Yeah, uh, on the fourth, I think. On not next Monday, the Monday after. Oh, well, which is the. I don't know. What is <laughs> it today? It's the 27th. Oh, I don't there know. There's 30 days own. in... Yeah, there's 30 days in June. Yeah. You know so, what? I think this is coming out. I think this is coming out after the 7th. Yeah. <laughs> well, well you if you're listening there. to this on the day it comes out, do write in and tell <laughs> us what day it is. Do write in and tell you, us what day it is. should have been there. Love to know. Was, yeah. Nicky <laughs> Clark was there. All the guys. All it's, the coming out, it's coming out two weeks today. <laughs> We don't normally record on a Monday, so it's yeah, normally about a yeah, week and a half. So we're very, so we're very confused. Yeah, it's very disoriented. We're not stupid; we're just confused. So right, no, I'm down. stupid. Okay, <laughs> mine um, is confused. I'm stupid. Um, do, do go and see Rob at a future yeah, date. Do, yeah, do absolutely yeah, do. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out what it was check like. It, check it all out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think we've got a few listeners in the US, so there might be some people cool. around yeah. who fancy a little gig yeah. in America. Who doesn't? In America. Who doesn't fancy a gig? It's fine, yeah. There's tickets available. Well, well, you might be fucked. (laughs) If you you wanted to go... Should have you should have thought about that earlier. But it's an, it's an excellent live experience, so mm. it's one that I can recommend. There you go. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and if you're listening to this, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. It's three dollars a month for the usual bonus episodes. Five dollars, you get the Discord, the monthly movie corner, the What's the Deal series, the Twilight mini series, all that good shit. You also get uh, Phoebe's Maths Corner. Yep, Phoebe's Maths the Corner. New, new regular section uh, of the show where I just do sums. Unsuccessfully, At Nikki Macedonia. Clark corner. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, we have the libel. Libel corner. We have yeah. libel corner, but that's only for ten dollar patrons. That's right. Yeah. Um. Right. Good. Um. So thank you for that, and we will see you all very soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.